Welcome to Passion Life Church. Today we're starting a brand new series called My Faith, My Future. And uh, I have a little subtitle, and the subtitle is, It's Not Going Down Without a Fight. <laughs> and so, so God, I hope you're doing well. And today we have an incredible guest with us, the amazing, the powerful, the funny <laughs> Rex <laughs> Crane is with us today. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. It's a little bit different than the last time we were together. Huh? That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but great to be with our church family, our people that we're doing life with. Man, my wife and I love you and love what you and Val and the great team are doing, you know, in your area. Just making a God impression right. and changing the way people live, the way they love, the way they believe. And watching God work through you guys is really, really inspiring. You really care for people. And to us, that is a really, really big deal because there's a lot of people that can talk about God these days, but not a lot of people get in people's lives and really show up and care. We really love that about you guys. So this is a real honor to be here with you in these uh, maybe last couple of weeks of the quarantine yeah, movement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, we appreciate your friendship. You know, the Bible says that if if you walk with the wise, you'll be wise, you know, and uh, and I, I love your heart and your passion. Love talking with you this week and just you, you always bring a spirit of elevation to people's lives. And Thank so you. we need each other. You know, we're better together. It's not just a little cool slogan. You know, the Bible says yeah. in Genesis, not good for man to be alone. And I feel like I've been alone, even though I'm married, have a great family, but <laughs> man, we need people, you know, in our lives. And, and so thanks. I feel like when I'm with you, I'm walking with the wise and iron sharpening iron. And, and thanks for making me better. I, I really wow. appreciate that. Like, and so glad that you're here. And um, today, as we dive into this brand new series called my faith, my, my future, I don't know about you, but I've just been thinking about maybe asking myself, uh, you know, what, what's the future going to look like? Like, I mean, what, what is that going to look like? Um, you know, some people are saying, well, the world is never going to be the same. Some people are using the, it's the new normal, you know, and, uh, and I just want to remind us that this is a season it's, uh, and seasons change. That, that's the great thing. And the seasons are changing. We're heading into spring and, uh, this moments and these moments that we have, it's a chapter in the book. It's not the whole book, Thank right? You. And you can't define a whole book by one chapter. Yes. And I don't want to define my life by five weeks. And I know it feels like five months, but, <laughs> right? It but does. it's five weeks. And, uh, you know, but what I want to do in this series as we start off is I want to start looking forward. I really want to start looking forward and looking beyond today. And, you know, if Jesus doesn't come back in our lifetime, tomorrow's coming. Like the future starts today. And uh, I don't know what the future looks like, but I love what Jeremiah 29, 11 says. It says, for I know the plans I have for you. And this is God talking to us. He says, I know I have the plans. I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Now, this is what I love. It's so comforting to know that um, if I don't know the future, he does. I love that. And that he, yes. he knows the future. I don't know the plan, but he's got a plan. And Rex, the plan he, he lays out, we may not see all of the specifics, but the plan involves prospering us. Yes, moving us forward, a hope and a future. And, um, and today specifically, as we get into the series, my faith, my future, it's by faith that we access that future. And I just want to read Hebrews chapter 11, verse one. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. And so faith has to start right now, despite what we see. Let's talk a little bit about faith and 
Well, you said something so powerful, you know, uh, in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, God is thinking of me. Yeah. Think about that. What a deep thought. I know and if you're in the Christian community, sometimes that can be, you can kind of rattle that one off like John three sixteen. But the fact that the creator who holds heaven and earth, the seas who spoke Australia, yeah. China, yep. you know, Zimbabwe, Africa, all into being, mm. who doesn't let the sea go too far to where it consumes us, the mountains, all the beauty of this world. He's thinking of me. Wow. And he has thoughts wow. towards me of one translation says peace. I did a little search on that recently. And the word peace is shalom. It means health, wholeness, yeah. thoughts of favor toward mm. me. Yeah. So no matter how shady, no matter how good my past has been, the fact that I'm breathing and got a pulse today, you might even need to check yourself, especially after being quarantined for so long. <laughs> but God is thinking of you, and he's thinking of future and hope. Yes. You know, most of our thinking is based on let's just try to survive, you know, mm. or how are we going to make it through that? But what I found in my experience is unsuccessful people, they think in terms of survival. And they wow. let what they see talk them out of what God said. Wow. Yeah. Successful people encounter things like we encounter right now, even like this. Do you know that over, uh, it's about 60% of the Fortune Top 500 companies were all started in time of economic downturn and oppression. Wow. Not because they were more skilled, they had more resources, they became more resourceful and they changed the way that they thought. This can actually wow. be such an opportune time yeah. if you can see it. If you're just looking with your natural eyes, obviously you see probably a lot of negative things around. And yeah. make sure the news will make you sure that you see all of it. But that can really unravel a person's ability to think with yeah. purpose, the future, and the hope. And it can make you scared. Yeah. And I'm, you know, a good question to always ask yourself is what am I allowing fear to do with me? What am I allowing fear to do with, do to me right now? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, everyone feels fear. But the reality is to use my confidence and set my hope upon the favor and the future God's thinking toward me. Yeah. You do have a future. That's Phil, right. Pastor Phil and I were talking. You do have a future, and it's a good one. Yes. God's plan is not you go out all beat up, tore up, oppressed, full of sickness. That's right. Full of infirmity full of confusion. No, he's the finisher of your faith. And it's his goal that you finish much stronger than how you start. That's right. And he's working mightily in us. You were sharing a really great point of scripture in Exodus chapter one. Do you mind like feeling that? I thought that was a really dynamic thing. We were talking off the air a little bit. Yeah. And it was such a great, great thing. Go ahead and share that a little bit. I think well, uh, you know, I, I entitled today, it's not going down without a fight because even yeah. though we have this, and we know, we got to know that, that God has a future for us, but at the same time, we don't know the specifics of all that, but he, we know that it's great because God is great. But then the enemy also knows that there is a future and he's going to fight us every way for that future that God has for us. And, right. you know, I don't know about you, but I, I felt like, man, I, I had vision coming into 2020. <laughs> like I had a vision for 20 and this was not in that vision, by the way, but, um, I had a vision. I had, we have words from God that have spoken over our lives and, yeah. um, over our lives and over our church's lives. And when this happened, it just kind of put everything into a halt. And I, the Lord really spoke to me and said, you know, Phil, uh, 
um, these circumstances don't change my promises, you know, for you and for your life. And it's really easy. Like uh, Rex was saying, say, allow fear to set in and go, God, you know, maybe this, what you spoke to me wasn't true, maybe. But you know what? I've had to really look at God's word and remember God's word. But I want us to realize and be prepared because there is an enemy that's going to fight us for this future. Even though we may not see it, we may not see the future, the, the greatness of it. He's always reared his head right before great things have happened. And the scripture that you were talking about, yeah. um, I was reading about Pharaoh and I was just kind of looking through the Bible and, and how the enemy just reared his head. You know, God created man and, and woman and then in the garden, it was perfect. It was amazing. And in the, the art of perfection, here comes the devil, yeah. right? And then you start looking through scripture where the children of Israel were in Egypt because they got there by Joseph and then they started to multiply. They started to grow and, and God had a great future for them and God was going to raise up Moses through that, the great deliverer that we know. But then all of a sudden Pharaoh got, got a fairy. And he saw that they were growing strong. And so he said, we need to start killing every Hebrew boy. And here, here it is. The God has an incredible future, but the enemy's going to fight for that future. And as I was reading that, um, Exodus 1.12 says, the more that the Israelites were oppressed, the more they grew in number. Wow. Wow. So when the oppression came, just what you were saying, they grew in number. And then the Bible says that as Pharaoh said to the midwives, kill all of the Hebrew boys, um, they didn't because God's favor. And it says that they grew stronger. They grew stronger that. in that. You know, 1 Corinthians uh, 16.9 says, you know, effectual doors, an effective door, an active door from God is there. And there's many adversaries. Paul the Apostle wrote about this. Yeah. I don't think we should be shocked that there is enemies. I think many of you are seeing the enemy work through a million different things right now all around you. You can turn on the news and it's coming at you from every different way. But I think something that becomes powerful for a person is not to get our information based on what other people are saying around us, but we got to go back to the word. You know, Jesus talked about in Mark chapter four, the enemy's goal is he can only destroy a person if he can take the word of God out of their heart and out of their mouth. That's right. Let me say that again. He can only destroy you and your family, no matter where you are, and stop your future if he can take the word of God out of your heart and out of your mouth. His whole goal is to stop your faith. That's right. He knows your faith in him, not just faith in faith. That's right. But your faith right. in the word of God has the ability to redeem, to resurrect, yes. to renew you, your future, your family, yeah. and bring something to pass that's not there now. Yeah. I do believe, and if I could say, I don't believe you're just going to come out of this and barely survive in the that's next right. six months. I believe you've been set up because the Bible says what the enemy and things are meant for bad, God will work it for your good if you will believe. Nothing can separate you from his love. The question is, are you going to be prepared as things shift? You know, Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 13. No one ever reads this part of the Bible, but it's a funny thing. It says, winter is past. And we've given a prophetic word a couple of weeks ago, and I was, I was speaking uh, to a lot of people, and I said, this thing will come to a sudden halt. It's come to a sudden halt over the last eight to eight days. 
dramatically dropped off. The question would be, this thing's going to come to a sudden halt. The question would be, would people be prepared to walk into their future? Yes. Or are they going to let the negativity, right. the fear dictate their movements? There has never been a more opportune time than for you. David said you enlarged me in distress. Woo. And I believe that could become an anthem in your home. Wow. You are favored to increase. Yeah. You are in favor to come out of this illness. You are favored by God to be able to have a loving relationship, even when there can be contention. Wow. You are favored to come out of this with promotion and opportunity, yes. ingenuity and creativity. You're favored on your business when other people can't <coughs> give contracts and jobs. Yes. You will. You're going to expand and your excellence will increase. I believe this is a set up for God to show himself strong. Man yes. can't do it, That's right. but God can. You know, there was a story about a guy named Jarius in the Bible, Mark chapter 5. And Jarius had come to Jesus, his 12-year-old little girl. We're all parents, you know, yeah. and we really care about our children. He's, he was desperate. His daughter was sick at the point of death. And he said to Jesus, come lay your hand on her. She shall be well. That faith turned on Jesus. That turned on turned That's him right. on. Because God is removed by faith. He's moved by your faith. One step, one movement. Come on, he can. Things start to set in motion things and right now. So, as we're talking about my faith, my future. Yes. The way J. Iris looked at that, his daughter, it looked like she had no future. It looked like it was coming to an end. It looked like probably the way you're seeing it, if you're viewing life through social media and through all the news outlets that want to make you dependent of survival. Yeah. Absolutely. It was his last ditch effort. He said, just come lay your hand on her and she shall. I like that. He said, she shall. Her, his confession turned God on. Wow. There's power in your words. You know, the scripture says a man eats well by the fruit of his mouth. Wow. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth. That's right. I want to say this because your joy level right now, which is your strength level, yeah. is not determined upon what's going on in the world, what's happening with an invisible virus or anything else. It's determined by what's coming out of your mouth. Yeah. 95% of our emotions and feelings of our everyday life right now are not dependent upon externals. They're based upon what we're saying out of our mouth. Wow. Like wow. maybe Solomon said, we're eating our words. So Jesus, when he, she had a confession of faith, he took off in that direction. He says, chain of events, guys, we're going that way. He's, he's wow. demanding, he's making a demand in faith for a future that doesn't look too bright. Come on, one step today, your future's being activated. That's right. So now they're walking. They're moving, and all of a sudden, a woman with a blood issue, it's a famous story in the Bible, Mark 5, 25-34. She comes, she touches him, she gets her healing, but it stops the movement of Jesus toward Jairus. Yeah. He's got to be thinking, man, you hope he gets there in time. My little girl, that's nice for that woman, but it's my little girl. It's my future. Yeah. It's my family. Yeah. That's what I care about. That was our dream. Maybe Jairus and his wife, maybe they couldn't have children. They had a dream, and God gave them it, and it looked like it was going to die. Yeah. Well, now they start walking again, and they, on the way, they get this news. Your daughter has just now died. Wow. And, oh, my goodness, as wow. a parent, that just rips your heart out of your chest. When Jesus responds to that negative news, the negative diagnosis, the negative prognosis, the negative people's point of view, because they only see what natural things say. There's a lot of things they said that our, our state in California would have 17 million people with COVID. Wow. They've proven that to be completely false wow. they, that under a couple thousand. 
and they've said all these different things that they have to keep changing. We got to go back to something that's not changing. That's right. And that's our confession of God's word because he's still alert. He's still active, watching over his word to perform it. And anytime the enemy says, well, you're cursed, this word says you're irrevocably blessed because God judged Jesus and punished him so that you would never be punished in your life for any of your wrongdoing. That's right. You could have forgiveness, goodness, favor, healing, strength, blessing, hope, joy, fulfillment coming your way. Now watch how powerful this is. They're walking, they get interrupted, they said, hey, it's over. Jesus didn't say, don't feel anxiety, your daughter's just dead, died. Don't feel grief and sadness. He didn't say, don't feel these things. That's part of the way he made us. It's part of our makeup to feel emotion. He said, don't let the fear and these emotions talk you out of your confession of faith in me, the word. Wow. Watch how powerful this is. I want to challenge you because faith will never work for you until you begin to not just believe intellectually in your head, but begin to declare some of those promises over your life. That's right. The Bible says the angels of God wait to do the promises of his word that you'll speak. Imagine that. You've got angels that are protective for you right now, but they're not proactive. They've been waiting to go to work for you and your family right now in this season, and they're waiting for you to open your mouth and And say, hey, goodness and mercy are coming to my house. This sickness isn't coming to stay. It's coming to pass. God is strengthening my immune system. Come on. Cancer is leaving my family. Stripe is being broken. Our marriage is not going to end in divorce. This isn't an end. This is a beginning. We aren't being punished. We're just being challenged to use our faith and go to the next level in strength and joy. We're coming out of this with joy. We're the favorite of God. We're blessed beyond any curse, beyond any plague, beyond any infirmity. And we're a part of the kingdom of heaven. His government is over all the governments of the world. That's right. That's right. Why do you say talk like that? Because if you talk with what you see, and Jesus said that to the Pharisees, you're so religious, but you just talk about what you see in externals, but it keeping you empty and lifeless on the inside. You look good on the outside, but you got dry, dead bones on the inside. Come on, some of you, come on, there's some dry stuff. It's creaking. Come on, some skeletons in your closet, like Stevie Wonder said. But if you begin to allow that word to begin to speak it, it doesn't matter what your background is. Jesus said, you'll have what you say. David said, I believe, therefore I speak. We want your faith to create a future. That's right. God calls those things that are not right now as though they are. That's right. He calls you blessed. He calls you protected. He calls you mine. He calls you, I love you. You're chosen. You're my friend. You're my child. Even when you sin, he still calls you a saint. Even when you have a sickness, he still calls you healed. That's right. (laughs) Even when you're lacking, he still says, come on, you're blessed beyond, you're you're rich. You're enriched in everything. As they're walking, Jairus goes, I don't know what to do. Jesus said, don't say nothing yet. Don't say nothing. He says, don't let your emotions that you're feeling right now over your daughter and what looks to be a loss talk you out of your confession that got me jesus the word the power and the presence of god is just about a couple miles away from invading that house because of what jarius was declaring god's word in the situation come on watch this and the enemy came right at the last bit to try to stop that word Hmm. see they had and they said well it must not work they had faith in him as a healer but not as a resurrector 
Wow. You might have faith that God could heal a business, heal a family Come or on. something. But now you, oh man, I don't even know if this could work. We've been quarantined for so long. You know, husband and wife, we've been struggling with family, <laughs> all these dynamics, you know what I mean? We used to be in love. Now we're like Ricky and Lucy in separate beds. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can only watch so many Netflix reruns. And God's saying, don't let that come out of the mouth, out of your mouth. Never let the enemy feel like he's winning right now in your family, in That's your right. life. He cannot know what you think. He only knows what you say. There's so much power. That's why yeah. Jesus said, you overcome the accuser, the adversary, the devil himself, by the power of the blood of Jesus and by the word yeah. of your testimony. testimony. Yeah. Is your testimony lining up with the truth if it's not? Then what's happening? You're opening an opportunity to bring in death, bring in bad results, yes. negativity. But if you'll come in alignment, and we've been talking about this, Pastor, yeah. and you teach this so well, we begin to declare God's word. Yes. All of a sudden, we start setting things in motion. Yep. If you look right now in your own perspective, because perspective is everything. Yes. It's a passport to where you want to go, yes. or it's a prison to where you are right now. Wow. It's your passport, your perspective. How do you see this? How do you see this? If you look at this as I'm being buried, well, if you're buried, we don't go looking for new life. Once you're dead, you're dead. Yeah. Some people are looking, well, my finances are buried. Yeah. Well, my job's buried. Well, my relationships are buried. Yeah. My sex drive of my spouse is buried. Yeah. My children are buried because they can't do certain things with school. I'm being buried. And that's looking at it, there's no possible way. So you lead to hopelessness and despair. That's not God's plan for you. God wants you to see yourself not as buried, but planted. Yeah, planted. What if you yeah. shifted that perspective? Yeah. I'm just planted. Because if you plant a seed, yes. it's going to rise again. Yes. And what's powerful about that is it goes back to that Song of Solomon thing. It said, hey, the winter is past. New singing is coming forth. Yeah. Birds don't sing until it's the hit that winter, the darkness, the barrenness is over and spring is coming. coming. Can yep. I tell you something? The darkness of this thing and the winter of this thing is over. Spring's about to come. Yeah. And God's people are going to have a new shout. The question is inside of you, am I being buried or am I being planted? Am I going to rise again? Yeah. Are you going to be like the like a, are you going to be like the palm tree the Bible says that God looks at you as? A palm tree has elasticity. It has bounce back power. Four to five hours, those winds can blow at 170 miles an hour. The big oak tree, they're magnificent and gorgeous, but those storms can knock it out. Wow. The magnolia, the pine tree, and how high it is, they get knocked out. But that palm tree, it can bend all the way over. But when those winds stop, it bounces back. And the storm actually yeah. strengthens its roots. See, God's done you a favor here for a minute. Listen to me, you Jesus follower. <laughs> God is strengthening your roots for what matters and what doesn't matter. There's a, a spiritual reset going back to really what is of real value. Yeah. Every business, they take stock. What's a, a asset and a liability? And they release things that maybe prospered them in the past but aren't good to go forward in the future. This is a time for you to take stock of you because you're going to go in the future. The question is, where are you going to end up? That's right. And if you feel like you're buried, you don't have a very promising future. What pastor said at the beginning, God has a future and a hope for you. That's right. We need to return to the stronghold of hope, like Zechariah the prophet said. He's a God of all hope. Yeah. When you have hope, you're not thinking, I can't do something. The word hope can't even live in an atmosphere of I can't. 
or it can't happen. Yeah. No, no, no. We got to ditch our cans. Come on. Miracles come in cans, not in cans. Misery comes in cans. Quit saying I can't do that. My finances can't do this. My, my spouse can't do this. My kids can't do this. Yeah. We need to get in. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's right. God's working in me. Jesus said to him, listen, only keep believing. Don't quit. Keep believing. Uh, Don't quit. Keep using your faith. Keep saying that my word that I'm going there to heal. Keep giving my keep giving me expression so we go to the house. I wonder if Jesus would have followed Jerry's there if he would have said, nah, you know, I know you as a healer. I believe in you as a good healer, Jesus, but man, you know, that's good enough. Yeah. This is far. He might have turned back. What if there's a miracle in motion heading to your house right now? Wow. Some of you need to start that miracle in your motion. Say, you know what? God is meeting all of my needs. It doesn't matter how. I'm going to get a better job. God's favors right. on me. He gets more glory right. out of me succeeding than me failing or going underneath. I'm not going to go underneath. I'm daily loaded with benefits. Right. I have the mind of Christ. My gift is making room for me. That's right. I'm expanding and growing. I'm serving. If we'll get into that attitude of faith. Yeah. Because your attitude is the librarian of your past. It's the speaker right now of your present. What's your attitude saying? But it's the prophet to your future. Wow. Let me say it again. Your attitude is a librarian of your past. If you're sitting in condemnation, beating yourself up, agreeing with the devil about your past, you need to get into the power of the cross. The wow. Bible says by one sacrifice, Jesus alone. Come on, watch this. He's made forever, forever yeah. perfect. And he's working on setting you apart for himself. But he's made you perfect by one sacrifice. Get into having faith in him. But now your speaker of your present is your attitude. Yeah. We can't choose a lot of things, but you can choose your attitude. We were talking about the story of this woman, Mary. She had an open heart surgery. Four arteries were closed. And it's done like open heart surgeries. There's about 230,000, 300,000 done in America a year. It's scary. And it, it can, you know, some people can really pass away and some challenges can happen. But it's kind of a periodic surgery. And they had done all these things where they put the clamps on her arteries. They bypass the arteries, go through the veins. And when they take the clamps off, usually blood surges back and the heart starts beating by itself. If they can't, they massage it or give it some steroids. Well, Mary, none of these things worked. Wow. And every all the doctors and nurses got really anxious inside of the operating room. And they thought maybe they might lose her. She was only 42 years of age. It's a t documented story. No future. It doesn't no look like a future. future. No, it looked like her heart had stopped. Where's your heart stop beating towards? Come on. Your future, your dreams, your family. Come on. Yeah. Your business. Yeah. And the doctor did something brilliant. He walked over to her and he whispered in her ear. All everybody could hear. He says, Mary, we've done all we can do in medical science. But now you, under anesthesia, he said, you need to tell your own heart to beat again. Wow. wow. And he stood back. Wow. And they waited, I think it was like 20-something seconds. And all of a sudden, out of a dead heart. Boom, boom, boom. She resurrected. She lived. Wow. And she said, I needed Powerful. somebody. Powerful. She could hear her when somebody said, you needed to tell your heart to beat again. I don't know who you are today or where wow. you are today. But I know that one thing, your pastor, we really care about you. Yeah. We care about your future because your future has massive meaning. That's right. Of all the people God could have chosen the world to be alive right now, it's you. Yeah. And it's an there's nobody like you. You can't be cloned. You can't be replaced. But somebody in this over this little speaker today needs to tell yourself over the camera, I need to tell my heart to dream again. I need yeah. to tell my heart to believe again. I need to tell yeah. my heart to love again. Wow. I need to tell my heart to forgive again. I need to tell myself to stop being stingy Come and on. start becoming a giver again. Yeah. I need to become merciful again. 
You know, even in these challenging times, it's easy to get into survival mode because they say you're going to do without. And when you start looking for what's missing, you feel like you're missing. Yeah. One thing my wife and I did, we said, you know, when we get these times, we're going to give more aggressively than we've ever given in our life. Yeah. Not because we can earn anything, but God, as long as there's a sun and a moon, yes. harvest happens and planting happens. That's right. And so as long as the moon and the sun, I can know by fact that seed and harvest work. I want to plant seeds in God's kingdom and find time in my time, my energy, and my resources to make sure we're sowing into the kingdom of God. Yes. That's not determined by a COVID. It's not determined by a political spirit. Yes. It's a spiritual kingdom with yeah. natural applications. Can I tell you something? There's not been more more rewarding thing right now than becoming aggressive yeah. in what we're speaking, praying. My little girl, we just started doing something. Say, no, every night we're going to do communion in our in our house. Oh, great! I want to stir you up. Yeah. Take your kids. No matter if you've done it before, you know, and take some crackers, take some Gatorade, wine, whatever you use. Take it with your family. Read, Jesus says, do this and start thinking of me and remember me. Yes. We felt his presence start touching our home and start saying, Jesus, your body was broken so we could be healed. Yeah. So we thank you for renewal in our cells, our organs, yes. all of our body. Thank you that your blood was shed, that sin, darkness, yes. death would be broken. No evil befalls us. And now I'm watching my little girl. She doesn't want me to lead it. My little girl, she wants her, she wants to lead it. Wow. What if this was a great time? We've never done that before. Yeah. But we became so focused on God, something we do every night. Yeah. But we start feeling the presence of God unify us in a greater way. Yes. yes. And doing something, this is the time to turn our faith loose. That's right. That's right. I talked for a long time there. Sorry about no, that. No, no. It it's great. It's great. I, you know, I just want to encourage you today. You know, I felt like we needed to get into this series, My Faith, My Future, because there is an incredible future that God has for you. He yes. knows the plan for it. Now, when you look at resistance, it's so important. You know, Rex has been saying about our perspective. And one of the things I've always seen in, in my life was telling Rex, you know, before we started Passion Life Church, you know, I've had some resistance in my life. But as soon as we got to Marietta and started planting and moving forward, there was resistance. And it's, it is, it is the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? And even now, America, we are under attack, but I want to tell you why, because there's a great awakening that's happening. That's and listen, here's what I love. I love that even now through the internet, you know, before Jesus comes back, the Bible says that the gospel is going to go throughout the world. What better way through that camera then? You know, and, and so we're not going to stop. And I'm telling you that your greatest financial breakthrough is on the other side of this. And the resistance is coming because God, because the enemy knows that you have a future and you need to start believing that you have a future and the vision and the words that have been spoken over our lives, over your lives, right? They will come to pass. And I'm telling you, there's miracles on the other side. Matthew 11, 12 says this. So here's what we got to do. We've got to have faith that that future that God has for us, right, yeah. is going to come to pass because that's what's going to access it. But you're going to have to take it by speaking like um, yeah. Rex was saying. But Matthew eleven twelve says this, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Mm. You know, when you were talking about Jairus and the woman with the issue of blood, they didn't just sit back. No. They took action. The woman with the yes. issue of blood broke through the crowd. Yes. That to me, that's fine. And then it says that the violent take it by force. What is that force? That force, that force is faith and faith is active. I always say when it comes to faith, that, um, faith's confession 
faith's expression is in confession yeah. and what we say. I, I love what the, the Passion Translation says about Matthew eleven twelve. It says, the realm of heaven's kingdom is bursting forth. And I'm going to tell you, no, no, no virus can stop it. That's right. It says that the realm of heaven's kingdom is bursting forth and passionate people, Passion Life Church, Passion Life people take hold of it. It's That's power. Right. And right. so I don't know what you're facing, but I do know this. God has a future. And it's our faith in him and he's created. I love what Rex said. You're alive today for a purpose. And there is a purpose. Yes. And there's a purpose for your life. That's why the enemy's coming against you. I could tell you story after story in my life how the enemy always tried to stop me. Yes. Stop my purpose. Even since I was a little kid. Always. But it's because the future that he has, that God has for us. And I want you to start believing that. I want you to get up on the inside. I, I love Rex's heart. And if that doesn't pump you up, <laughs> right? Well, you know, it's, it's a fight for your faith. The it enemy is. is only after to steal your faith. He can do nothing about your your eternity if you're a believer in Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. But he can stop your destiny by getting you to stop and ditch what God said. You know, the Bible says in Timothy, hold fast, wage a good war with the forward, the prophetic word over your life. Wow. Can I say this to you? Last week I got on, um, I was getting on, a lip, I was on the elliptical machine, and all of a sudden I was praying, just praying, and you know, for those of you who do, I really encourage you, pray in spirit. Pray in, if you know how to pray yeah. in tongues, Pray in tongues. Why Why do you say that on this kind of thing? Because your spirit knows things your head doesn't. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and sometimes when you start praying, your head becomes clear and you can hear God. Uh, so if you've never done it, ask God to feel you. And when you pray in the spirit, it is your spirit praying. Your spirit praying. Yeah. And you build strength. Yeah. Um, but when I was doing it, I saw, you know, when you go from uh, California over to Las Vegas, you pass your talent called Baker. There's a really big thermometer. It's about 90 feet, 80 feet high. It's really big. And it tells you how hot it is there. So in the winter, it might say like 28 degrees if it's cold. But in the summer, it might say 127, 131 when it's blazing hot. There's a couple gas stations. But what I saw was people praying like never before. People coming out of the cobwebs wow. and calling on God. People that are mechanics. People that are teachers. People that are doing business and insurance companies and professionals. But they're calling on God. Heal wow. our land. Heal my family, protect my family, bless my children, prosper me, God, give me ideas, give me favor. And when they did, I saw the spiritual thermometer raising wow. in the America specifically, raising, raising, raising. And the Lord said, because the spiritual temperature is raising, yes. watch what I release financially into America. This is not going to be as long and drawn out as they say. Amen. Watch what the Spirit of God is going to do for you and your apartment part of the church. Watch what he will do in elevating your life service and bringing the excellence and the things that he has for you. Watch how even the economics bounce back. And I, without getting too political here, I will say there, was, there will be a restoration of the fortunes of this country. Amen. It's not going to be long and drawn out. They're going to say, there's no way that this can happen. And God says, watch how suddenly I bring things back together. Yeah. And things that are disconnected and fragmented, I'm going to bring back together. It's not going to be by any political giant. That's right. It's not going to be by any governor. It's not going to be by any savvy politician. It's going to be because the prayers of the righteous yes. are turned 
turning the tide, and there is a great move of Jesus. Right. And it's coming, it's here, it's moving. There's no wonder there's adversity yeah. because a Jesus movement is on this Amen. planet. Amen. Socialism will not prevail, but a movement of Jesus shall prevail. Yeah. And it's coming to your home. Please open the door when it's there knocking at your heart. Please don't isolate yourself. Isolation sickness. The man who by isolates himself seeks his own desire. Yeah. Jesus showed up at church even when the Roman oppression was going on, and there's all kinds of mess. He showed up to worship. He showed up to read the word. He showed up to pray. Yeah. We want to come into agreement with you, and we're excited. We're going to get together in a couple of weeks and in person. We don't know how yeah. that's going to look like, but come on. We're going to get to the house of God because the Bible says don't forsake the assembling of getting together to worship him. And this is what I love about passion. Yeah. You guys worship him. Yeah. This is about Jesus. It's Amen. not about people and ministry and political. It's about worshiping the king who has right. all power, all glory, and people get set free in your ministry. That's right. Their hearts, their minds, yeah. families are restored. People that don't know Jesus get born again. That's right. And will spend eternity in heaven. Amen. People that are have addictions, perversion, just struggling humanity. All of us have struggled. Yeah. But people get free in the house of God where you guys worship and Amen. communicate. Can we pray for people today? Yeah, I want, I want to pray. Yeah. I want to pray for people. And, um, you know, before we just dive into the prayer, I, I remember the scripture that we, as we close, uh, 1 Corinthians 16, 9. Yeah. Uh, you, you were talking to me about this today. It, it, Paul was saying, for a great and effective door yes. is being opened. Yes. And there is a door that's being opened. Yes. And it is our future that we're going to walk in. And then Paul said, but there are many adversities. And Rex, there's always adversity. Yeah. But there's always open doors. And Paul said, no, you know what? Everywhere I go, people are going to try to beat me, stone me yep. for Jesus. They're going to, they're going to, seven stoning, by the way, was seven hours. Boulders from your foot to your head. It happened three times for him. Wow. They thought he was dead at one point. And they, the prayers of the church, not all the ministers, they prayed and he bounced back up. He rose from the dead. Yeah. Paul himself rose from the dead. So what's me? He was everywhere I go, they're going to, this is, stuff's going to go down. But none of it moves me. Get that inside you. Come on, yeah, mama. Yeah. Come on, dad. Yeah. I'm a Jesus follower. He's a Jesus. Yeah. Pastor Phil's a Jesus follower. Yeah. Not just a believer. I'm a follower. Yeah. Come on. There's going to be adversities on this planet. It's not going to be the last one. It's not making God nervous. He says, none of it moves me. I'm going to finish my course yes. with an intensity and I'm going to do it with joy. Yes. I'm not letting stuff take my joy out, my strength out. Yeah. Yes. No way. And I believe that God is going to open doors for you that no man can shut. Yes. And here's, here's, here's what we're believing, that you'll have faith in God, that he's going to bring those doors to you, open those doors to your life, Amen. that business will be like never before. Right. I'm believing church is going to be like never before. I, I, I'm really believing that. I, I'm telling you that I'm really believing that we are going to encounter supernatural miracles. Yes. Uh, and, and because I see the resistance, the resistance is so great, but God is always greater. And so there's something coming. And I believe and we're going to pray for you. You know, this week I was telling Rex as I was praying, I feel like there's a lot of adversity coming against marriages. And I really felt some just on my heart that. There's some people and I want to, you know, I don't know where your marriage is at today. I, I, you know, but I want us to be aware there is a bigger picture here that the enemy wants you not just to disagree, but divorce. 
right? Not just my wife and I are so privy to this when we have disagreements that, you know, this isn't just an argument. I win, you lose. No, the enemy is trying to come in to disrupt our unity. Come on, because this and the way God see it is he sees it as a generational thing. I have a son. You know what he wants to do? He wants us not just to disagree. He wants us to divorce because that'll affect my family, affect my son, because God thinks generationally. And so we've got to be aware there's a bigger picture here. You know why the resistance is coming against you so hard? Because of your future because of what God has for you. And so I want you to put your faith there. We want to believe with you. I want to pray for some marriages today. And uh, Rex, whatever is on your heart to pray for. I just believe, come on. I know that you're looking at this through a screen, but God can move right now. Attach your faith to the word of God, not because we're saying it, but because he's already said yeah, it. Put, put your hands on your heart for me. Yeah. Just put your hands on your heart. Lord, I pray your, your incredible love would fill every heart and mind of every person watching right now. Your love would drive out dread of the future, the anxiety of the present. I pray in the worry of their past. I pray in the name of Jesus, the spirit of fear would be broken off your heart and broken off your mind in the authority of the name of Jesus. I rebuke the spirit of fear over your life. And Lord, I pray your love would fill their heart with thoughts of love that you think towards them, and it would produce a peace in their mind. I pray that you fill husband and wives with thoughts of love towards their spouse, towards their children. I pray that you give them wisdom on how to communicate with a healing tongue, with a tongue that would sow seeds of life and future and hope. I pray. I pray every plan of dissension. I pray in strife and ego and pride. I pray that would be broken right now in your home. And I pray that mercy and kindness and you would remember how much you've been forgiven, how much grace has been shown to you, that you would extend that same gentleness and grace to others. Also, we come against every bit of infirmity and illness and sickness. And we declare that Jesus defeated it at the cross when his back was whipped 39 times so that your body could be healed by his body. We honor his body and we remember what Jesus has done for you. That by his wounds that cut into his back you and I were healed. I command sickness to go. I command arteries that are clogged to be unclogged. Viruses to go. The COVID-19 to leave your body in Jesus' name. It is written in the word of God that no evil shall befall you. No Mm. plague, no virus shall come near your dwelling. It might be all around you but it's got to go. It's got to leave in the authority of his name. I release his name. You'll feel a power. You'll feel his presence go through arthritic joints. Be healed. People that are even have problems in their necks and in their shoulders and their skeletal structure, you're being healed. Varicose veins, people's ears and cataracts. The Lord is touching you today because he is the Lord who heals us. He heals us. His heart yearns to heal and repair his creation. And God, I thank you that you're going to open doors of opportunity for jobs, promotions, increases, unexpected inheritances, things, I pray, opportunities to come that they know not of. And I thank you that they'd be full of hope, confident expectation, that they would see your goodness. David said, I would have fainted and quit had I not believed to see the goodness of God in the land that I live. 
There's going to be supernatural debts that are going to be canceled Amen. for people in certain areas. God's going to help some people find a better place to live. This has not been a breakdown. This it's not going to be a, you're not you're not falling down. This is actually going to be a windfall for you. God's going to open doors of opportunity just like he did many times in the Bible. Yes. He's going to blow opportunity, yes. provision into your life. This isn't a time to look down, it's a time to look up. In fact, do a 48-hour ditch the media. Come on. And turn your eyes back on the word. Attend to the word. Let's get word focused and watch the peace, the presence, the joy that comes into your life. For the spirit of God is reversing things in your life right now. Anger is is diminishing right now. And if those of you are in a relationship, I want to give this word of wisdom. Revisit what brought you together. Revisit moments you share. Maybe it's as a married couple, places you made love, or places you said I love you, or maybe you had a child that was real special. You went on a special date. Remember what brought you together. Remember the things you shared, because sharing is synergy. Mm. And watch this. Revisit what brought you together, but now reinforce who they are in your eyes. Call the greatness out of them. Yeah. When when, Sarah couldn't have a baby, and God had made a promise, Abraham started calling her Sarah, not Sari. Sarah meant beautiful mother giving princess. So every time she heard that, her own husband was calling her what she wasn't yet, but way God saw her. Come on, you women. We're going to rise to the level of our confession. Yeah, Your kids are going to rise to the level of your confession. Go to your kids. Something we do over our children. You're favored by God. You're going to do great things. You're favored with a great mind. You're favored with perfection, protection. Start prophesying over your kids. Prophesy over your man. Tell him he's a king. Tell him he's a powerful man. Mm. Tell him his prayers make a difference. Tell him he's an incredibly sexy man. Tell him that he's lovable. Tell him that you got his back. Men, tell your wife that you got her back, that yeah. you're there for her. You're not going nowhere, even yeah. on her funky days. You're going to show up and you're going to radically love her. Why? Because love begins with us. Amen. Let's cause a love revolution. Come on, there's nobody that can stop you or hinder you. No government, no governor can keep that quarantine. Come on, don't quarantine your own heart here. Let's let the lover, the dreamer, but most of all, let's let the faith, come on, begin to work yes. inside of you. Yes. This is your moment of turnaround. This isn't a nice just, you know, message. This is a word in season for you. Winter is past. The new spring is dawning here. Yes. God is changing the seasons before your eyes. Amen. Will you be ready for it? This is a moment. He waited all this time in history for you to be a part of it. You're going to be able to lead other people to him. You're going to win souls. You're going to invest in things that are going to matter for your eternity, not just for your temporary. Yeah. Things are shifting in your favor. We're all going to gather together very, very soon. I want to challenge you. Pray for your pastors. Pray for your team. Pray for your church. Pray for your leaders. Pray for our president. Pray for our president. Pray for our president. Pray for our president. Come on. That's what the word of God tells us to do. Yes. Come on. Let's give aggressively. Let's find outlets. Ask ways. Call in. Ask how you could serve. How you could so there's still places for you to serve. Don't wait for everything to get back. Come on. This is your moment for the yeah. kingdom right now. Find a way to serve and use your gift now. Yes. Something in your hand yes. will create something in your future. And when something releases your hand, something will release God's hand. He Amen. said, give. It shall be given to you. Not might. It shall. 1,200 times in the Bible, God says it certainly will happen. Wow. For you. Come on, let's speak aggressively, as we talked about today. Let's love aggressively. Your love, God's love working through you, can conquer an addiction, conquer anything. Come on, let's love and be loving to yourself. Tell yourself every day, God loves me. God's love's healing me. God's love's protecting me. Yeah. He's providing. God's love. Come on, let's, let's start becoming conscious that God's love's working in me. 
It'll drive out that fear, drive out that anger, and you'll live in a place of peace. God bless you. We're so glad that you tuned in today. You know, I love what Rex just said about love because faith works by love. (laughs) And uh, I'm just believing that God's going to use you like never before. You have a story and you need to let God's story come through your story. And I want to give you the opportunity today to sow into Passion Life Church and what we're doing and helping us make a difference. You know, I just I so appreciate Rex coming down and just hanging out. And we were six feet, just so everybody knows. I think there was a time we were about five and a half. Five yeah, and yeah half. but we, we did it. We did it. And just so you know, I mean, we couldn't keep the masks on right now because you wouldn't be able to hear us. But um, but you know what? We're, we're doing this because we believe in the power of God and the difference that he's going to make in, in what we're doing here. And I want to give you a chance to have some faith for your future. And that is by sowing into the kingdom of God. And we are reaching people. I mean, we're re- what what's happening just via the internet for us is it's God's multiplying our influence. And, and we're so thankful for that. But I just want to encourage you that as you sow a seed, it's sowing into your future, right? I've been saying we need to be sowing in every season because we do have a future. And so I, if you really believe that God is opening doors and he will, then sow a seed for it. You know, I, I believe I believe in the power of that. We have a couple of giving options. They're going to put it on the screen. But, you know, this is a safe as online banking. You can text, just get your smartphone and you can text PLC Marietta to 77977. And, uh, and and texting them out. And, and you know what? Let me just encourage you. Maybe even just pray and say, God, what would you have me give? What would you have me give? What You know, I always give big because I believe I have a big future. That, that's just for us. I, 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 re- yes. I really believe in that. And uh, and I'm going to say it and not it's not a humble brag, but it's the truth. I believe that even today, my wife, where we are financially, we're good. You know why? Because of the seeds that we sowed months ago. And we're living in some harvest. And I'm taking of that harvest today and we're still sowing seeds because who knows what the future holds, right? I, I don't know what the future holds, but I do know what I hold in my hand for seed and I can give that into my future. And so I just want to encourage you. You know, I really believe, and you may say, you know, God never asks us to give what we don't have, right? He, he never does. He asks us to, what is in your hand to give? That's right. And so today we're, uh, we're, we're, we're giving. And so you can download our app. It's another giving options as you can see there on on the, on the screen. It's PLC Marietta. It's very simple. You can send us prayer requests. You can connect with PLC us. PLC Marietta. PLC. Yeah, it's, it's PLC, not yeah, TLC. No, PLC. yeah, no TLC. I, the, <laughs> I, I love them as a music group, but no, it's, it's actually, um, when you, when you download the app, it's, it's a uh, passion life church, Marietta. Marietta. And, uh, so you can download, you can hear the messages also subscribe to the YouTube channel. So you can hear more. You can also go to our what website. Was the, what was the number two? Yeah. The number is uh, PLC Marietta. You can text that and, uh, you text PLC Marietta to seven, seven, nine, seven, 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 nine, seven, seven. Yep. You can go to our, our, our website. If you like to give old school and send a check, um, you can go to passion life church, uh, under give and you can see where you can send those we were old school today. i did that earlier today. yeah yeah, yeah a lot today. of people are my wife and i we did that today let me tell you a lot of things are changing it's time <laughs> to start giving online everything's online <laughs> and, and so seven seven nine seven seven okay plc we oh, love you rex thanks for coming hey, really appreciate honor. it i'm oh, grateful to be your friend i'm so excited about the grateful future. for our oh, church God. grateful for our team grateful for every one of your life and we've not lived our best day yet that's right this isn't the end. That's right. This isn't the end because God's coming back for something really beautiful. This That's isn't right. a doomsday. We got some great days ahead. That's right. And wow, we get to do them together. 
And we need each other more than ever, huh? Let me just let me just encourage you. Why don't you share this video with somebody? You know, um, you never know. I'm I'm saying this. I've been saying this. It's a share that could save somebody's life. You never know. Evangelism has never been more easy. To hit a share button, to to share, just do it, right. and let God speak. And you never know, and especially that guy that you go, I, I don't know that guy at work. I don't, I don't know if he would ever. Come on, don't limit God. I have a friend right now that told me that he's watching, doesn't come to our church. I don't even know how he got access to the video, <laughs> but he's been watching, and that's because somebody's sharing. So share it. We love you. Have a great day, and the yes. best is yet to come. God bless you. Much love. Thank you for listening today. We hope that you were encouraged and uplifted by today's message. For more information about Passion Life Church, visit us online at passionlifechurch.com.